Welcome, everybody. This is Kendra D. St. Alban on the Sound of the Loons podcast, and I do not have a British accent, and I cannot, <laughs> I cannot properly do the Callum Williams introduction, but I'm joined by a very special guest today in Taylor Twelman, who, of course, is the ESPN soccer guru and a host of whole other things. But I can't do an English accent. Well, not even saying next to John Champion all that no. all that time. Well, John's and, too proper. Like it's just so proper. <laughs> but don't you kind of don't you kind of by find the way, that, where is Callum? Well, the the report is is that his car won't start in Blaine. It's 105 degrees outside. I know, what? I, I know. And you know what? We put up with a lot of that in the winter time, which I get it. <laughs> which it's I tw- get, sure. It's 20 below, and you know, 30 below wind chill. Maybe he parks outside, but um, so I'm a little baffled. But maybe slacker, Callum, clean it up. I think he's just maybe enjoying his time up there, floating <laughs> around, mingling with the big wigs at uh, at the MLS All Star press conference, but. <laughs> First and foremost, thanks for thanks for joining me. We're it's in the beautiful Allianz Field. Fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. We can take shots at our British broadcast we partners. Could. Is it cool for you to have the All Star Game here, being oh, a Minnesota native? Love it. I was actually at uh, a field rededication yesterday for Fred awesome. Abbott Field, mm-hmm. which is Mark Abbott, as you know, the um, deputy commissioner for the league, who's retiring from the league but not retiring altogether. And that was in Maplewood, which like Oakdale, which we were we were like thrilled because that we're East Siders, yeah. Mark Abbott and I. I grew yeah. up in Stillwater, so a lot of the West Side attention around here. So it was a lot nice. of West Side attention here. Yeah, where did you grow up? My mom and dad, I was born in Apple Valley. Sure. Right? Um, so my mom and dad were here, seven, I'm going to say 77. They moved up here when he signed with the Kicks. And then I was here, I think, till I was two, say two to be. Sure. Um, so, but Apple Valley is what the birth certificate says. And so that's what I tell people. I'm Apple Valley. Yeah. So, I mean, how cool is it for you? Because you talk about me being here in the All Star game and, of course, the beautiful Allianz field. But at the same time, I was here the day that you came to basically. Yeah, you know, showcase Allianz Field when it was still dirt and they steel found beams. a helmet that fit my head too. By the <laughs> yeah. way, Kendra. that went into the Hall of Fame, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> it did, or it's the top of the McDonald's outside the stadium. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, you were here to open up really Allianz cool. Field, and now you've been back here quite a few times with ESPN broadcasting the the league games here. But to now see an All Star game here, and we'll see what the showcase looks like with the skills challenge and everything else that's involved. But what's that like for you, even I, coming I back? I just think it's a culmination of so many generations that have loved this great sport, right? So I think of my dad and Tina Letary and and you know Alan Merrick and Steve Litt and Alan Willie and all of these names that. We're there for the opening game of MLS coming to Minnesota, and that game was something that nobody will really want to remember regarding the loon side. And yet, typical Minnesota people, they still talk about it because it snowed that day, and there was a culmination of everything coming together. I just am so thankful Dr. Bill McGuire believed in this because there's something about coming to this stadium to me. Kendra, I tell everyone in Europe, if I blindfolded you, Flew you in a helicopter and put you in the middle of this stadium. You would have absolutely no idea you were in St. Paul, Minnesota. That is a tribute to the ownership group, to the architecture, to everything about this place. And so I just, I, I, I guess something more, I'm, I'm happy for Minnesota. It's less about me being born here. It's more about my mom and dad tell me five million times in my life, if the kicks never folded, we would have never moved. The soccer there, the fan base there, the people there, everything about there, it's a real environment. You've been here longer than me, so you know all the steps along the way to get here. 
I'm just very thankful that Dr. Bill McGuire saw this, uh, put the money where his mouth is, and we get to celebrate, I think, Major League Soccer coming to Minnesota. I think it really comes together finally full circle, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday night. I thought uh, Mark Abbott yesterday said it brilliantly, and he said this is a moment now where everybody else, who everybody in Minnesota already realizes and understands it and knows it. I shouldn't say everybody, but most people, because mm-hmm. there's even people here, that you're still trying to get them to their first yep. game in yep. this stadium. And then once they come, even if they aren't a soccer fan per se, yep. they can't believe the environment compared to any other pro sports team, college sports team in the market. It's just different. Yep. And so I think Mark said this is a moment with the All-Star Week here to really be able to celebrate and show everybody else what the Twin Cities is. Because there's events going on in Minneapolis as well and other places and up at Blaine at NSC as well with the MLS Next and, of course, um, the the Special Olympics Unified Game, which is phenomenal. So there's other things, and I think... Dr. Bill McGuire and the entire ownership group, and you're exactly right in believing in what this could be without having – he wasn't a soccer fan himself, mm-hmm. but he, I think he believed in what this could be in the fans that were behind it. Yep. And then in the radio booth and where we sit in the stadium club for our broadcast, just out to the left is Buzz Lagos and his whole family mm-hmm. for every game. And so when you talk about the culture and what has become yep. of Minnesota soccer, it's crazy to think of – the tailgating going on in the what is now the parking lot of the Mall of America, but where the strikers, kicks, everybody used to yep. play, and now to where it is today, you, you're exactly right about this stadium. You wouldn't believe that you were in Minnesota in St. Paul, and I think even us being Minnesotans have to pinch ourselves every once in a while. Well, I saw your beautiful eight-year-old daughter today, and I picture what would you and I have done at eight years old with an environment like this? And a sport like this. And so Minnesota is an unbelievable sports town. That's that's not even debatable. But what I don't think people fully understand, Twins fans, Wild fans, Vikings fans, T-Wolves fans, and even Gopher in, in, in the college fan, is that soccer is way more vibrant, way more exciting than what they were introduced at to when they were now, you know, the ones that are now my parents' age. They were introduced to just something so abstract during the kicks days that they went to the Met, basically for the party. And then they saw 22 guys kick a ball on the field. This fan base is educated. This fan base knows what good soccer is versus what's not good soccer. And so I, I tell Adrian Heath every time I tell him, I said, you, you struck gold because you went to an environment that appreciates it, good, wholesome people, but also in a building like this where every time I'm in here, Kendra, I'm sorry, this is, this is something, it's unreal. It's remarkable. Yeah, the, it's really well done, and I think there isn't a bad seat in the house. People no. will say, oh, well, I, I don't know, it's sold out. Where do I get tickets? I'm like, you can be in any corner of this stadium. And yep. as we all know, too, soccer a lot of times is one of those sports you want to be up higher. You can see things develop, and I think the fan base here, to your point of being so well-educated, they appreciate being higher up and seeing yeah, the whole Yeah, but you field. and I are saying that, like, the high-up <laughs> seats are like nosebleeds. The high-up seats are like, right, I mean, you that's can still true. get hit by a ball. That's true, that's true, which is also the beauty of the stadium. Exactly. And, and every game you've ever been here for, I mean, half the time it takes, you know, the, everyone's milling around in front of the brew hall. I mean, you yeah. just said you're doing the skills challenge tomorrow. You wanted yeah. to broadcast. I did. From well, in that area. Well, reasons why, but well, yeah, exactly. Reasons, yeah, all, all the beers that are on on tap there. But I think that's that's part of it too. Is the way they did this, and you walk around the concourse, you still feel like you're a part of the game, a part of the action. So when you look at where soccer was when you lived here, mm-hmm. to where it is today, the opening of Allianz Field, the the now we're in 2022, and of course the one season, unfortunately in 2020, it kind of got everything got shut down. So you had 2019, which is fabulous. But even the soccer itself has grown. 
how do you view the league at this point, even compared to when you played in it to now, the growth of the league and the quality of the players and, and what's happening? I think it's league. hard to quantify it. Um, MLS Next is having their first All-Star game uh, presented by Allstate. They've done a fantastic job of you know, making the game a little bit more inclusive, diverse. But there's real tangible evidence of what Allstate and Audi have done. And so I, I it's hard for me to say because... If you would, it's not that I'm that old. And when I retired, if you would have told me I'm going to be doing games in Cincinnati, Nashville, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Atlanta, I would have honestly looked at you guys and said, there's no way you're out of your coconut. Mm -hmm. There's no way those, the demographics in those cities are going to embrace the sport at a level that I thought would be half of what it is. I mean, I just did Seattle, Atlanta. There were 65,000 in the building. Whether it's turf or not, we all know my feelings, and those listening to the podcast know I can't stand turf, but the truth is there's 65,000 in the building watching a soccer game in the heartbeat of college football land. So every single moment along my way of broadcasting for the last 12 years, I've been surprised and pleasantly wrong on a lot of my predictions and a lot of my assumptions. And I just think Minneapolis is one of those. Minneapolis hasn't really proved me wrong. It's just more so, I just didn't think we'd ever be here. I never thought I'd experience what my parents talked about. I never thought I would experience all those great videos that I found for my dad. We gave it to him for one of the Christmas of, of the parties at the Met and all that. But now it's coming to St. Louis in 2023, which every Loons fan right now, when you see what St. Louis, they've they got 55,000 season ticket deposits. That's absurd. That's absurd to say that out loud. I just think soccer has surprised me, mainly MLS, that they're now, even it took them for a little bit, it's all right, a few bumps in the road, they're picking the right markets. They're picking the markets that it is in the heartbeat, the the heartbeat of the city, the fabric of the city. Uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, it, it, the Twin Cities, they're just part of that conversation. And the amount of soccer-specific stadiums. I know you just hit on Seattle, Atlanta, that, both of which don't have soccer-specific, but you get 65,000 people. You don't but the other, one, right? right? The other ones are just, yep. it's insane. The That the, that bar keeps raising, well, too, but you have ownership years, groups. You and I did games, and we come yes. to University of Minnesota, and listen, it was great. It was awesome to see. But all of us went to those games knowing this was at the end of the tunnel, yep. knowing that the light at the end of the tunnel was 19,000 under a roof, hosting U.S. men, women games, um, albeit no matter what the temperature is. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it's pretty cool to see. And I think MLS is extremely lucky to have Minnesota involved. Well, and ownership groups that are supporting it, that mm -hmm. are willing to put their money where their mouth is and build these soccer-specific stadiums and even rebuild and understand that they need new ones, like yep. in Columbus, for example, exactly. you know? I mean, so it's crazy just to see, and, and they're not afraid to compete with college mm -hmm. towns. And so then you get moments like this with the All-Star Game and with all the events and the people that are going to be flooding into town and maybe that have seen this on television but haven't gotten to experience it firsthand then it elevates it and then they go back to their markets whether it's media members or otherwise yep. and they go back to their markets but and they this spread the big, word that, let me ask you this is this really that small of a market though well, I think from the I'm outside, not it's LA, New York, right? And for, but from the outside in, it is a little bit. I mean, we still fight the good fight of being a flyover and I find city. That odd. Well, I, I find mean, it but, odd. but you've been here and you you've lived it, so you. Get I have, it. but when I live here and I see the Fortune 500 companies that are here and I see <laughs> everything else, Columbus would die to have that. St. Louis would die to have. Kansas City would die to have that. So, I think Minnesota at times 
tries to play that card. I'm not playing the underdog card. Adrian, I'm not Adrian. He does, he, that, yeah. well. I, he does that well. And, and I do think like I went to my first Monday night football game uh, here in Minnesota last year. And if you would have told me I was in New York, Dallas or somewhere else, I would have totally believed you on that. I then went to a T-Wolves game. It's the same. And that's where I was like, hold on here, Minnesota. <laughs> like, calm down here. This little, like, little train that could, like, <laughs> easy. I, I just, I think Minnesota should take a little bit more pride. I mean this. Uh, in who they are and what they do. I'm not saying they don't, but I think they are bigger than what we on the outside sometimes give them credit for. I do. Because you just said Columbus. To me, Columbus is a small market. I look at Minnesota, and I tell Dr. Bill McGuire this. You're a big market. Don't sell me on this. You can go buy someone that's big. You can buy. You can go buy another Reynosa. No problem. So that's just where I'm coming from. Total altitude. Totally from a national perspective. But we do a lot of games here for a reason. Because when you're in the building... It doesn't feel like you're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or St. Paul, Minnesota. You feel like you're somewhere big, and I mean real big in the global game, and I think that's a credit to where we are. It's just I'm tired of Minnesota going, well, yeah, but no one believed us. Maybe it's just, you know, it's the <laughs> passive-aggressive nature. 100%! Of <laughs> you By the way, that was Kendra, not Taylor. Kendra said passive-aggressive. I did not. It's the Minnesota nice. We're just going to shove it to the side. and Or maybe we just don't want people always to find out what a gem it is because then everybody I will think it's that. move here. Knowing all of you and all the Native people, I think that is the nail on the head. I think you guys all love it. You're extremely proud of what this is. You just don't want a bunch of mass holes like me coming here. <laughs> that was Taylor. I did not say that to anybody from anywhere else that listens, especially the East Coast. That was not me. When injury takes you out of the game, it's time for your team to step up. At Alina Health Orthopedics, you'll get expert care backed by a whole health system of providers. With records, test results, and care team, you're always close to the care you need. Schedule now at alinahealth.org ortho. When you look at um, how the All-Star game has evolved, you know, we used to play, the league used to play international competition, yep. and now it's League MX All-Stars. Mm -hmm. And that was the shift last year. What do you think about the way the All-Star game has even evolved? Well, I played in the first one, right? Mm -hmm. So 2003 was the first one that we just, that the league decided to do this. It was extremely exciting because it brought a completely different element. It wasn't exciting for us because we we're in the middle parts of our season where, the European, even the Mexican competition, because we played Chivas in 2003, was a little different, right? They were in preseason, so they were a little bit more of trying to get fit, where all of us were trying to have a couple bevies and enjoy <laughs> a, a few nights out, right? So it was a little different. But I remember the best iteration of this was 2014 after the World Cup in Brazil. Bayern Munich came to Portland, and they had all the winners from the World Cup team. Pep Guardiola was the manager. And I remember that night, I ruffled a, a few feathers, um, but I believe... That does not sound that like That doesn't sound like me, <laughs> right, exactly. But Kendra, I said that night, and I remember a lot of people, whether it was in the league or outside the league, just fans in general, I said, this may be the last 
time to do this. And I'm wondering what Mexico versus the United States would look like. I didn't know what I meant by it, Mm -hmm. but I just meant something different. I love the way this looks because it's another all-star team. I love Mm -hmm. the fact that Liga MX gets to sell their product Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. which is obviously a hugely Mm -hmm. viewed product. It's most watched league, if I'm not mistaken, in this country. So... I think it's beneficial to both sides. I think it's massively beneficial to both countries and leagues and federations because the World Cup's coming here in 2026. Um, so I like this. I think what we saw last year is going to be different than this year, and I think this next year is going to be different. I think it's going to evolve a little bit more, and there's going to be a little bit more animosity. Last year, League MX took it a little bit more serious. I think MLS is going to take it more serious this year. So I think you get more competition. Skills competition is fantastic for the fans. But the truth is the game is a better all-star game than all the other all-star games we have in this country because there is a little element of surprise where you don't know if it's going to be a real game, a fake game. And so I I think we get ourselves a real good one. And it's fun for the fans to see both countries go at it. When I just said that the other day on our broadcast, this isn't like the NBA where it's 300 to 350 at the end of the night. Agreed. you know. And this is like one of those moments where... But don't you want like a 4-3 game kind oh, of? Oh, for sure you want goals, but you want it to be competitive. You want it to be exciting. You want it to be intense. And I do think you naturally get cards. that. Yeah, maybe. As long as no one gets hurt, I'm fine with that. You know, and you have some players like a Carlos Vela, yep. who's been part of the Mexican national team in the past. And, you know, the, to be determined, I don't yep. know if he'll ever be there again, but playing for MLS against his... Mm-hmm. you know fellow compatriots that play in league mx so yep. i think that there's all sorts of elements to this and there's all these competitions between u.s men's national team and some of these players that could be dual nationals are they going to choose mexico are they going to choose yes yeah. we've seen that go yep. back and forth you know so i think there is a different element of competitiveness i think the league's cup too kendra is going to make this all-star game games, better yep right but that wasn't with anything on the end sure end of it there was no jeopardy i think the tournament next year is going to make this all-star game a little more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's going to be a little bit more edge to this mm-hmm. because let's say in League's Cup you get a red card and a challenge and all of a sudden and then those two are meeting up. You know, that, like that's what's going to happen with the League's Cup in 2023 because it's real money, real sponsorship, no excuses from either league because both leagues are, are, are pausing to compete in that. And I think when you couple that with the All-Star game as all – all signs are pointing to another Liga MX MLS All-Star game. I think it makes the All-Star game a little bit better. I think um, the ongoing continued competition between the two countries at the Agreed. national team level, too. It just Always. makes it the, the intensity level, especially with the World Cups. You know, of yep. course, we have one coming up here in, in November, but also in 2026, as you but said. But even the foreign players understand yes. that, right? Mm-hmm. Like today at training, you could hear a couple players talk about, well, U.S.-Mexico, and you're thinking, well, wait a minute, you're from Argentina. Like, <laughs> you just get the you, – players aren't stupid. Right. They, they pick up on little mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. so I, I think it's just going to get – I think we're going to get ourselves to a relationship between both leagues that is only going to evolve – and I'm just glad both leagues have started it because there was a time when I was playing, this would have been nowhere near it. And I think a lot of that is a tribute to how strong MLS is in competing with League MX with Seattle winning CONCACAF Champions League. What are you most excited about, about the game itself? Any specific player to see? I mean, you you go around every week and do games, so it's a tough question as yeah, far as what I, you want to see from this. I, I think... All-Star games are weird. Uh, You're talking to someone that played in All-Star games. You're also talking to someone that was named an All-Star and tried to avoid All-Star games because it came in the middle of the season, so it was difficult to do. So 
I'm real happy Brandon Vasquez is here. Yeah. Because he deserves the right mm. to be here. Um, he's played at a high level. Drew is the MVP, in my opinion, at this point. Uh, but I'm really intrigued to see Reynoso and what he does in front of the home ground. Because these are there's few opportunities in your career where you get an opportunity to showcase yourself in front of people. And he looked up for it against Everton in mm-hmm. this building. I am very curious to see what – because Reynoso, for me, hands down, has been just one of the best signings in this league, let alone for Minnesota United. I'm intrigued what the home kid does here. I'm just intrigued. I want to see it. And well-rested. He didn't play in Colorado Absolutely. yellow card Absolutely. accumulation, yeah. so he's well-rested as well. So that means he'll score a bicycle kick five minutes in. Oh, man, I'll take it. Like a messy goal the other day that we saw. Yeah, so anyways, well, I, you know, first and foremost, Taylor, I appreciate you joining us. We know you have an insane schedule. Debatable. We're, yeah, well, we're we're pumped for the All-Star game. We're pumped for the, the skills challenge. My family will be there as fans. We're excited about that, and I know you're, you've, you're really busy. So Are you going to go it. fix Callum's car, or Absolutely is someone going to go fix it? Absolutely not. We're no. going to let him sweat that one out He'll because sweat it, it is out. hot. He'll out. sweat so, it yeah. out. He's in a full suit, I'm sure. SPF so. 500, Callum. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Him and I next to each other when they try to do the lighting. It doesn't. I'm sure it's very similar to you and John Champion. They try to do the lighting in the booth, and it never works well. So. It really does. Yes. It. Well, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the rest of the festivities. Enjoy Minnesota as you always do, and of course, Allianz. Thanks for having me.